Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Mike Tomlin told his team yesterday, according to multiple reports, that he will return as the Steelers head coach in 2024. You can read the comments that Cam Hayward had to say, as well as T.J. Watt, Jalen Warren, expressing their support of Mike Tomlin at 93.7thefan.com from our own Jeff Hathorne. Offensive coordinator for the Browns and former pick quarterback Alex Van Pelt will not return to the Browns next season. For more, go to 93.7thefan.com right now. Back to Cook and Joe. All right, I want to finish something, another thought I had about Pickett, you know, not meeting the media yesterday, and I think that's a bad look as a quarterback of the team. But an especially bad look uh, for a captain of the team. And, you know, maybe he's ticked at the media. That's fine. Be a long line and to be in of people who are ticked at the media. Uh, or maybe he's ticked at the Steelers for taking away his job. He was benched after an injury for Mason Rudolph, even though I thought Mason played better than he did. And my feeling about that, you know, I don't think Pickett did enough to have cop any kind of attitude that I'm, I'm too good to be benched for another guy because of an injury. Uh, he didn't show me that this year. Had a couple good drives last year. I was pretty optimistic after he led the drives to beat uh, the Raiders on Franco night and then beat the Raiders with a great pass, touchdown pass, avoided pressure, the touchdown pass to Najee to beat Baltimore in Baltimore. Uh, but I thought he regressed poorly, badly this year. Now, I know his defenders will say, not his fault. Don't blame him. Give him a chance with a real coordinator. And that's fine. I mean, we're hopefully going to see that next season. Uh, but I'm not sure I wouldn't go to Mason Rudolph as the starter going into camp. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not even sure Mason Rudolph is going to start uh, with the Steelers next season. I mean, be on the team. He's a free agent. And I love Jerry Dulac's piece in the Post-Gazette today talking about the quarterback situation. He said all three of those guys, Pickett, uh, Mason, and Trubisky, are all united in the fact that all three have felt slighted by Tomlin at some point. Uh, Mason didn't play all of last year in the first 13 games this year. You know, the team went out and, and signed Trubisky as a free agent and drafted Pickett before the 2022 season. So Mason felt a little disrespected. Trubisky gets yanked in and out of the lineup a couple times and is almost an afterthought now. I don't see any way he's back with the team next year. I see them cutting him and saving the money, uh, the real money uh, that they owe him. And then Pickett might be feeling mistreated because he had the starting job and he ends up getting benched for Rudolph after an injury. So they don't have a quarterback for me. Uh, they don't have a clear-cut quarterback. They have two, three, if you want to still count um, Mitch Trubisky, but I think it's only going to be two. And if you have two or three, you really don't have one. I can't say there's a clear-cut favorite going into camp uh, next year. Uh, I just don't see that. I don't think Pickett earned has earned that. Uh, but you know what he has going on his side? He's the number one draft choice and the team has a lot invested in him. So that's why I'm pretty convinced Mike Tomlin will go back with him next year. I'm going to ask the big boy, Mark Caballi, about this at the bottom of the hour. Uh, he's going to be joining me uh, to talk Steelers, to talk quarterbacks, why Pickett might not have been available yesterday, what he thinks about Tomlin returning to the team next year, at least telling his players that. I, I just don't think that 
you know, I always said that Joe always said that Tomlin had a lifetime job here, and it looks like he does, but I don't think he deserves that at this point. I mean, you can say his time here will be remembered well. He did win a Super Bowl. He did get to another one, but what has he done lately? What has he done lately? Three playoff wins since that Green Bay loss and the Super Bowl after 2010 and no playoff wins since 2016. In the past five times they've played a playoff game, they've been absolutely crushed. Defense has given up at least 31 points three times in those games, over 40 points. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous if you think about it, and it would get a lot of other guys fired. But Tomlin has that security here because, you know, Art Rooney II, like his dad, believes in continuity and stability. At least he has to this point. Maybe we'll find out differently. Uh, but I don't see that happening. I, 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 I'm I, tending to agree with Joe that maybe Tomlin has a lifetime job. 412-928-9370. That's also our fan text line. It's brought to you uh, by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Fan Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And I should take a moment to thank the people from Slice on Broadway. Our, our typical tremendous Wednesday lunch, pizza, subs, salad. It just uh, They always go out of their way for us here at the Fan, and I want to thank those people uh, from at slash on Broadway. All right, let's go back to the phones. And this is a radio talk show. It's better when two are talking than just one. So let's get back to the lines. And David is first up this segment. Hey, David. Hey, Ron. Hey, man. I'm, this is a tough day for me because um, you are uh, one of my favorite writers. You do a tremendous job writing. I love your commentary. You put the old news hound to shame sometimes, I think. And um, i just kidding there about Joe. But I got to disagree with you on this one pretty you know vehemently almost really I, i'm going to give you one trivia question to prove my point what is the year for what does number 43 in the cleveland browns have to do with the pittsburgh steelers uh i have no idea fill me in okay if, if cleveland brown had drafted ben roethlisberger we'd be 43 years since our last championship and the point I'm making with that well, is they, that they would have got a quarterback from somewhere. I don't know. It would have they've done as poorly picking one as the Browns have over the years. I don't well, know that. I, I, it's curious, it, 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 and I agree with you, David. We've talked about that many times on this show. What if the Browns had picked Ben? Would the fortunes of two franchises been changed? We'll never know, right? We'll never know. Well, we'll never know, but we do know what happened between 1980 and, uh, and the drafting of, of Ben and and it's this crapshoot. I'm looking right now at the top uh, number one draft picks since the year 2000. There's 16 quarterbacks were chosen number one. Two of them have Super Bowl championships. And my point I'm making yeah, is yeah, what is so the hard. what is the point you're making? I don't get it. Well, the, well, the point I'm making is it is it really is a crapshoot. You, you you do the best you can. You until you get that quarterback, that magic lightning in the bottle, you're going to be one of the teams that are chasing the big guys and and the. The Steelers uh, picked that up and, and Ben, and I don't have a fault with them trying with uh, um, with Kenny Pickett. What I do have a fault with is that that they did not uh, change coordinators. I think that was an absolute sham. And what really ticks me off is that two years ago they said there was going to be an open uh, a tryout at the quarterback, and clearly Mason did not get a fair tryout um, that year uh, two years ago. And I think those are the two big mistakes. But I think right now the new if they bring a new coach in. He's going to be looking at the very same problem that Tomlin's looking at. No quarterback. That's exactly. You know, my point is that they don't have a quarterback. I counted them up. I think they have 21 other teams with better quarterback rooms than they have. Uh, you know, yeah, and it's and, and thanks, David. I got to move on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it it's hard. It's impossible to win without at least a good one. And you really need a great one, I think, in most cases, unless you're Trent Dilfer and you have Baltimore and the greatest one of the greatest defenses of all time. It is hard to do, uh, but they don't have a quarterback for me. And maybe Pickett will turn out to be that guy. Maybe, maybe Mason getting a little more playing time could be that guy with the new coordinator. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But I'm not convinced of that at all with either one of those guys. Let's go uh, to Greg is up next. Hey, Greg. Hey, Ron. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I think I think you've been hitting the nail on the head all morning. 
And, you know, I don't care if you change coordinators, quarterbacks, anything. As long as Tomlin is the head coach, the Steeler fans better get used to this Groundhog Day existence they have of mediocrity, uh, maybe getting to the playoffs, getting their you-know-what handed to them in the game, and having that graphic thrown up on the screen about how many great seasons Mike Tomlin's had. That's their future. I can't argue with you. I mean, it's I've seen enough. I'm with you. Um, I now I don't know if you bring Rooney. I don't know if you bring in Bill Belichick or, or, or uh, Jim Harbaugh, you'd win with these quarterbacks, though. I don't know. But Tomlin also has to take responsibility, a large portion of it, for re, uh, for building that roster, right? Exactly. And I put this at the feet of the Roonies. I don't think they care about winning Super Bowls anymore at all. They got six in the cabinet. That's good enough, and we'll just go with this and let the money roll in. All right. I appreciate the call, Greg. I think they do care about winning Super Bowls. I think they'd love to win one. Everybody wants to win one. This isn't like, I don't think, like the Pirates where Nutting doesn't spend any money to win. You know, he wants to win too, but he doesn't want to make the commitment to do it. The Steelers spend up to the salary cap. They made bad decisions a number of times, but I think they want to win. They just haven't put together a roster good enough right now, starting with the quarterback. And I don't know, you know, I know Caboli's going to tell me at the bottom of the hour that, you know, give uh, Andy Weidel and certainly Omar Khan a chance to make some changes and build this roster that they might get better quickly. Well, they need to find a quarterback. I mean, I know I sound like a broken record, but that's the absolute truth. They need to find a quarterback. Let's go to Ed is next. Hey, Ed, how are you? Hey, Ron, how are you? Good, 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 good. Hey, you talked about it being a bad look for picking Pickett as the captain to to not make himself available. I really think it was a bad look when the coach walks off the podium after he's he's made. Now, it would have been one thing if he intended to to leave and he wanted to tell his players first, but that wasn't the case, and so he. Um, well, I'm certainly yeah. not – when I say Pickett was a bad – I'm certainly not defending Tomlin. I thought it was I a know, bad look. It didn't bother me as much about how his team wasn't prepared to play at the start of that game, though. That bothered that bothered me more. But I, I do think it was a bad look for Tomlin as the head coach to do that, but also for Pickett as the captain. Here, here's, here's my point. The reporters are the fans' representatives there. They ask the questions because we are not in a position to do so. And when he shows disdain for the reporters, I think he's disrespecting the fans. And at this point, he, he, he does so more and more to the point where I think he looks like Belichick without the rings up there. <clears throat> you have a receiver who's too good to block. You have a quarterback who's too good to talk to the media. And a coach who's too good to answer an uncomfortable question. I mean, at least the franchise is consistent. You know what I mean? They're not likable. They're not successful. You know, Ed, I, you know, I agree with 90% of what you just said, and thank you for the call. This isn't a likable group. It isn't. It's it's just not a likable group. It hasn't been all season long for me. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen some of the comments coming out of there. Uh, we've seen, you know, Najee, not Najee, uh, Deontay quit on a play. We saw Pickens refuse to block for a teammate. We see uh, saw Pickens picking sulk after Deontay's winning touchdown in the game uh, against what was it, Tennessee. Um, it's not a likable team, and it's not a productive team either. And I love Cam. He's one of my all-time favorites. But when he said this group is good enough to win a Super Bowl, uh, I couldn't disagree more. I don't think they're even close at this point until they find that quarterback. Let's go to Brian is up. Hey, Brian. Brian, are you still there? All right, let's try Vic here. Hey, Vic. Ron Cook, what's happening? How are you? Ron Cook, what's happening? I'm good, man. Thanks for taking the call. Hey, Ron, let me tell you something. Today's show, for the last two hours and 12 minutes, man, I'll tell you, it's like a, a, a marathon of Seinfeld for me because I love Seinfeld. And this has been like one of the top shows of the year for me, even though it's a short year so far, because you keep it real, you tell the truth, and you're not afraid to tell the truth. And man, this this should be a I guess golden microphone golden microphone performance. Well, but, Vic, you're very kind to say. I knew after that build up there was going to be a butt here, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> hey man, 
the Steelers just aren't going to win anything <clears throat> as long as Pickett is the quarterback. They definitely, definitely need to get rid of Tomlin. I like Tomlin, but he has to go. He has this, like, kind of entitled attitude now, which really, <clears throat> it stinks up the room. It really does. And Pickett not talking to the reporters, you know, come on now. What did he do to earn even being the captain? He's done nothing. You know, if you get an offensive coordinator that's supposed to be a great offensive coarder, that's not going to stop him for underthrowing, overthrowing, skipping the balls to receivers, having happy feet in his pocket. And like I said, Ron, you tell the truth about it. I don't. You didn't. You didn't say it the way I'm saying it. But as long as Pickett is the quarterback, Steelers will never ever win a Super Bowl. Well, I don't feel any better. I, I don't feel any better with Mason. Do you? Oh, no, not at all. They need to go out there and get somebody. They need to go out there and get somebody, either draft, trade, or free agency. If the fan was a football team, you would be my coach quarterback because, (laughs) bro, you you on point. So, no, they ain't not winning nothing, Rob, but thanks for the call, bro. All right, Vic. Thank you for for the call and the kind kind words. Don't get those very often, that's for sure. Uh, No, I mean, I think to me it's obvious. I mean – how long do you go? And I and I love the way Starkey always phrases it. What's the cutoff without a playoff win? Five years? Six years? Seven years? Ten years? When do you finally decide that enough is enough? Well, seeing that performance the other night that, you know, they fall behind. You know, Buffalo comes out their first drive, 80 yards, eight plays, touchdown, and it ne- they never recovered from that. And this has happened repeatedly in their playoff losses. Uh, five in a row, they've been absolutely crushed. And I don't, I, I just, to me, that's enough. What I've seen, you know, and obviously this year, th- those, the bad losses that got killed by San Fran and by Houston, then the loss at home to, to Jacksonville, and then really the two bad losses to a two and 10 Arizona, two and 10 New England, go to New, Indianapolis, don't even show up. They put themselves in that position, seven and seven. Yeah, I'll give them credit. They won three games in a row, although, I question the level of the competition. Um, th- at that point, they were playing, uh, you know, against a bad Cincinnati team with a Browning at quarterback. They were playing uh, Seattle, a bad defensive team. Now, that was on the road. That was a little more impressive. And then they played the Baltimore JVs in the last game. But they put themselves in the position where they had to uh, pull off a miracle, so to speak, to get in the playoffs. And then just getting there – and getting bounced again, I've seen enough. I don't know. That's just the way I feel. Chuck is up. Hey, Chuck, how are you? Uh, good, good, Ron. I'm, you know, like your show, and um, oh, you always have good points. But I, I, I think Tom was good. The grass isn't always greener. Half these teams have killed to be to get to the playoffs, like we've had. That, it's a lot of luck involved, and all these so-called teams like Philly and. Uh, you know, Cleveland was the darling. They they went busting. They, they they went through coaches and coaches. We're always on the cusp. You can't ask for more than that. There wait, 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 Chuck. I'm going to interrupt you. You were going good until that point. Always on the cusp. They've given up at least 31 points in their last five playoff games and gotten killed in all of them. How is that being on the cusp? We got to the playoffs. Luck takes a fit. Buffalo had some. We had a couple of blown plays. If it wasn't for one or two big plays from Buffalo, yeah, we might have won that. You know, if I was a handsome man, I might be a movie star. But I'm not a handsome man. Uh, so, it, it, you know, I don't want to hear ifs and buts were candy and nuts. You know what I mean? It, it, they don't matter here. They got beat by a team. And I know, oh, TJ's out. You know, they're 1-11 without TJ. They'd have won that game with him. I think that's BS. How, you know how many guys were out for Buffalo starters in that game? A lot. Injuries are part of it. Well, I'm just glad we kept Coach Tomlin and add a few pieces, and we'll go back at it next year. Now, that's exactly what they're going to do, Chuck, but I've seen nothing to indicate anything is going to change anytime soon. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Greg is up. Hey, Greg. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. You know, that last caller, I don't know what he's smoking. You know what? Tomlin doesn't own the team. His face is not on the side of the helmet. He doesn't own the stadium. The media has to stop treating him like this. And that, they should have, they what they did to Clint Hurdle that one year. Should you be fired? That should have been the question. It shouldn't even have been, are you going to be in the team? I would have told him, should you be fired? Oh, yeah, you'd have told him that. That hey, Yeah, that's exactly what you would have told him, right? You know, you got to have a little yeah, they, bit. Of... They, they told Hurdle that. They told Hurdle that when, when he was coaching. I, I, I don't remember that, Greg. Thanks for your call. You, to me, you're totally irrational here. Uh, Tomlin gets asked the questions. 
Um, and you know, you you might not like the answer, and you can't fire back at them. Like, why do you say that? Why do you do this? It's just there is a little bit of decorum involved in these press conferences. Uh, I've been very critical of him. Others have as well. Um, I don't know what you expect, uh, but to say you'd say this, yeah, it's real easy to say from your couch, isn't it, uh, Greg? It's real easy for you to say you're a tough guy. I know you've called the show before, and you're a real tough guy. Uh, but it's not doesn't quite work that way. I got to tell you that it doesn't quite work that way. All right, the big boy coming up next, Mark Caboli. You don't want to miss him. I want to hear his thoughts on all this stuff. In the meantime, I want to tell you to make sure you listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday. Today we just did it to hear about Starkey's card of the week from Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. The General Jeff Patton came up with a good one today, a card of Mark Andre Fleury who just became the second all-time winningest goaltender in the NHL, passing up his boyhood idol Patrick Waugh the other day. And that's the card Jeff came up with today. So check out the contest. They run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 93.7thefan.com contesting page. That's a good one, Uh, the Flurry card. And Flurry's going to probably quit at the end of the year. And as soon as he's eligible, march right in to the – Pro Hockey, the NHL Hockey Hall of Fame. All right, the big boy, Mark Caballi, next here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. According to multiple reports, Mike Tomlin told the team yesterday he will return as the Steelers coach in 2024. The Patriots currently introducing Gerard Mayo as their new head coach after 24 years. Bill Belichick was at the helm. Houston, Baltimore, 4.30 on Saturday. First game of the AFC Divisionals. You can hear it right here. Westwood One's coverage on 93.7 The Fan and on your Odyssey app. Later on in the day at 8 o'clock, it's Pitt Basketball at number 7 Duke. Our coverage begins at 7.30. For more fan headlines, go to 937thefan.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's go right out to the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service. Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. And welcome in my pal from the, even though he abuses me at every turn, I'm talking about the big boy, Mark Cavalli of The Athletic. Big boy, what's going on today? A lot happening over at Steelers headquarters. Hello, big boy. There you go. Now I got you. How you doing, my friend? Good, good. How you been? How was your weekend? <laughs> Better than yours. I didn't end up in Buffalo, that's for sure. Well, well Buffalo, the Buffalo was fine. The ride back from Erie was a little sketchy, though. But uh, you made it. Good. You made it. That's all that uh, all that matters. All right, I got a lot of ground to cover with you, big boy. Let's start with Tomlin coming back. You in favor of it? I know we're not surprised yeah. by it. Are you in favor of it? And if so, tell me why. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we've a lot of people in this town are all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but we're we're a bunch of macho people, right? We want championships or nothing else in Pittsburgh. Come on, let's have some reality here. I would much rather have a guy um, get into the playoffs, be around that 10-win mark, 
then have a chance to be able to get into the playoffs and win. And I think Tomlin has provided that. Has he been underachieving? Yeah, you can say he's underachieving, but a lot of coaches underachieve. So I think he's definitely deserved to come back. I think he's the right man for the job. I think they need he needs to clean up some stuff, and I think a lot of that stuff might not be on the football field. I think a lot of that stuff is maybe inside that locker room, maybe for with a handful of people, not a ton, a handful of people to get into line. And uh, honestly, I think it's right. Plus, I mean, it's it's just never going to happen. I know that's not an excuse or why you shouldn't be looking to it. I mean, but Mike, Art Rooney's never going to get rid of this guy unless something crazy happens, unless he wants to go there. If he wants to leave, if finds, you know, wants to step aside or anything. And I don't see that right now. I think he's the right man for the guy. I never hear anybody, a player, say something negative about him. Of course, like I said, they've underachieved. But I would not want to start over from the beginning. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying give him a lifetime contract. Or you just did. You just did give him a lifetime contract. I wouldn't give him a lifetime contract. Maybe Art Rooney gives him a lifetime contract. But I would sure give him, you know, a handful more years with this new front office set up. And be honest with you, you're, you know, in all, in all honestly, if they hit on the Kenny Pickett pick instead of how it looks like it is right now, it's a different, different ball game. You got to have a quarterback, and they just don't have one right now. Well, I agree with you 100% there, but you said if they had hit. Well, I always answer that as a, if I was a good-looking man, I might be a movie star. I'm not. And they didn't hit on they didn't hit on that pick. I, I'm curious. You said he deserves it. Yeah. Based on what they have, well, they haven't won up. Now listen, now you. I let you talk okay, for quite okay, a while. Get okay. let me let me let me speak. I know what you're going to say though. Okay, you you say it's Super Bowl or bust. How about winning a damn playoff game? How about winning a damn playoff game? How about when you get to the playoff game, you don't get killed five games in a row? You don't fall behind 21 nothing, 28 nothing when you're not prepared to play the game. Listen, I've been a Tomlin fan for a long time, but I've ran out of patience. Seven years well, without that win, the last five playoff games blown away. Um, you know, I see Dallas talks about replacing McCarthy after three 12 and five years in a row. New England pushes out Belichick after six Super Bowls. Uh, you know, why does Tomlin get a lifetime deal? Ron, Ron, Ron. Come on, big boy. Explain it to me. (laughs) I'm not saying a lifetime deal. According to me, I'm saying a lifetime deal. According to why does he get it from them? Because I mean he's he's a guy. But first of all, this is my thought right now: is do you think this team was a playoff team this year? Absolutely not. Absolutely I, I not. don't. But I he's also he, he's also responsible for building the roster to a large degree. And once again, it's that's all turned over right now. It's a whole different regime, a whole different people making decisions along with him moving forward. I think he deserves the right to provide some of that stability within the organization where everything's been changed over within I mean from their last playoff game or three years ago four years ago there's only a handful of people even on the front office to the GM to the players to the coaching staff it's just it's just totally different setup right now so I think he does deserve another chance. And I'm, I'm comparing apples and oranges to me when you say, well, he hasn't won. They, they got blown out against the Jaguars. My good Lord, that was six years ago. That's what I mean. They ago. haven't won a playoff game in seven years. Nobody, how can you compare one to the other? And, and another thing, I, you guys always do this to me. You make me sit here and, like, defend him when I really don't want to really defend him to this degree because I know there's things that need, need to be – uh, fixed here, but I mean, you're looking at a a guy that had him in the playoffs this year when they shouldn't have been. They're an average team right now, and I don't think if you're just going to go out there and throw in Ben Johnson as their head coach, that all of a sudden they're going to win 14 games. Not unless they get a quarterback. The, you, you talk about the call. You talk about the Cowboys. The Cowboys haven't won a playoff games game or haven't been to the. Won a championship since one thirty-five 95, years or whatever. 1995, they beat the Steelers. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it's better on the other end here. I mean, would you rather? I mean, this is me. 
and this is my personal opinion, I'd rather be nine and eight, ten and seven, and have a chance to get the playoffs and have a chance to win the division every single year than a team that puts together one run every 15 years, the Florida Marlins type of situation. That's not me. I mean, I think we're going to see it on the other end here with your Pittsburgh Penguins coming up too now where it might be a pretty dark five or seven years and see how much enjoyable that is. I'd much rather be talking about playoff football and uh, potential champ uh, division championships in January and have some of these failures in the playoffs with the thought of one of these times we can get through and be able to win this. So once again, I'm not 100% sold that he's going to turn this around and win championships, but I'll take my chances. We're talking to the big boy, Mark Cavoli, here on the Cook and Joe Show. All right, big boy, what do you make of Najee's comments the other night? We need changes. We need this in the room. We need more rules. We're not committed enough. We heard T.J. Watt say that during uh, the season. Who else said it during the season? Uh, I I forget who. There was another prominent player. Question how the organization is run and and the commitment mm-hmm. level, what do you make on that? And then Najee the other day said, well, I'm not talking about the coaches. Well, who the hell was he talking yeah. about? That's the only thing I hate when Najee says something like that. I mean, put your name on it and get it out in the open. Now we have to speculate what he's talking about here. And I really do think he's only talking about you know, one or two players. I mean, we could pretty much figure out. I mean, that's my that's my theory. Who, uh, George who Pickens, yeah, Deontay? Absolutely. I mean, George for number one. I think he, he's talking about. But once again, that's pure speculation because he comes out and says this stuff in riddles, and we have to go back and just figure out what could, could he possibly be talking about. Yeah, I mean, for him to say something like that, of course there's something going on with a handful of players that we don't even know about that needs to be cleaned up. But that's been a something you've heard from about Tomlin for years now. I don't think that's something new. I mean, he's been saying, you know, I'm – he he he's the Jimmy Johnson of I, I'm not going to treat everybody equal, but tr- treat them fairly. You know, you might treat them fairly, but there might be different roles for different people. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, seriously, Ron, you look back and you look at the roster. Who in the world could he possibly be talking about? I mean, nobody else really matters except a handful of those players. I mean, do we really care if the backup tight end is late for practice? No. So it's going to have to be a prominent guy, and um, it's probably popped up from time to time. Maybe they're talking about it in the past. Maybe they're talking some of the Chase Claypool stuff. I don't know, but it is definitely – it raises the radar of, hey, this stuff probably needs cleaned up first. And if you can do that, maybe that's something that Art Rooney talks about with him after the season. Hey, you got to – you got to figure out what's going on here. What is going on here? That's what we clean up first. Then everything else might fall into place. But yeah, that's one issue where you have to you have to scratch your head and say what is going on here because it's something. Oh, there's no doubt. And I mean, TJ said it earlier in the year too, and Najee said it earlier in the year. I don't know, big boy. I assume if Tomlin he's coming back, there's got to be changes on the staff, right? They got to bring in an offensive coordinator, I would think. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. But you look at the staff. The staff has pretty much been changed over within the past two or three years. Unless you're doing some one-and-done guys, there's not a lot of people you're going to be able to change there. I think Terrell Austin's safe. I don't think I think he'll come back on that one-year deal. Um, I mean, everybody else on that defense is new. Uh, except maybe Carl Dunbar. I mean, Danny Smith, everybody wanted to write, run him out of town. His unit, where would they been without his unit? Yeah, you're right. You're you right. Know? So if he wants to, I mean, he's he's older. He's 68, 69. Maybe he retired. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, maybe Sullivan. Sullivan's had a heck of a opportunity with a bunch of quarterbacks, and they haven't really thrived. Um, but you have to make that offensive coordinator a splash hit. I don't want to see a retread. I don't want to see a guy that, you know, in his 50s, I want to see a 30-year-old, a guy with some ideas who has quarterback-friendly options because, honestly, your best bet, either if it's Mason or Kenny, you're going to have to develop those guys somehow moving down the road. They would hope it would be Kenny because he's younger. They have more invested on in him. 
and give him one last opportunity. So you have to hit on this offensive coordinator. He has to be an offensive-friendly guy, an innovator, and a quarterback guy too as well. So that's where where the offseason – you know how the offseason was lost last year about this time when they decided to bring Matt Canada back? I think that's where everything started to basically plateau or I think if they hire the right guy – all of a sudden you feel a little bit better and they have a, a legit opportunity of potentially, you know, having an offense that scores more than 17 points a game. Oh, they'll be 9 and 8 or 8. No, they'll be 9 and 8, maybe 10 and 7, maybe make the playoffs, maybe not, get eliminated I'll if they get in there. All right, enough. We've had that argument. Uh you're I mean, macho. obviously you're too macho, man. You're too macho. Yeah, I'm not you saying Super Bowl baby. or bust. I'm saying win a damn playoff game. All right, let me ask you this. I mean, obviously, bringing hiring Canada in the first place might have been yeah. his big mistake, and then bringing him back, right? Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, bringing him back was huge. I mean, um, I could see why they liked him. They brought him as a quarterback coach. He was an innovator at the time. You didn't see stuff like that in the pros. It just turned out to be a disaster. I mean, we know Ben didn't didn't really want to do what he wanted to do. Then he had the rookie quarterback fiasco, so they felt – the obligation of bringing him back, whether it was to give him a legit opportunity under his system or the fact that he was still getting paid. <laughs> but that's where it was lost. I mean, you were taking that gamble last year in January, and I called it the Kenny Pickett gamble right then. You bring Matt Cannon back, and it's a disaster. You lose not one, but you lose potentially two years of development with him Last year, then now trying to get acclimated to the new guy, they decided that was the best way to go. So that was, I think, more bringing him back when it was clear that that wasn't going to work was the biggest issue. And that's probably where you circle at where the biggest problem was with this team that started in January, manifested all throughout the season. And just ended up biting him in the butt here late. Well, I mean, I you know, I remember Art to second saying, "Well, we were seven and two. Kenny got better, and you know, we make a change. We might not get a better guy. That's a hell of a reason to keep a guy because you're afraid you might do worse." Yeah, but seven and two. I mean, he had some a little bit of a point. They did look like they were finding something there in the last month or so of the season. And was it worth it trying to blow it up? I'm sure quite sure money has something to do with it, Ron, right? You're not going to pay How can money to be something away. to do with it when they make, what, 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 $300 million a team from the TV rights I saw? How does money, was Matt Canada making that much? Well, they get rid of him mid-season, right? So they still pay him, but they tell two other guys to take over his role so that it doesn't cost them anything. So uh, I see. Uh, that's right? such a horse crap excuse money wise when you're making what they're you're making up today Ron. you're fired oh, up I, today. no i am mark but i mean i don't want to hear money is the reason you know they got kept the mad canada because they were too cheap but to it, buy somebody get somebody else they run the business as a business and they make and a fortune i'm just telling you how they run their business all right they run it like a company there's a bottom line and people get paid with people you know you can look up and how much a you know, third-year, um, you know, administrative assistant makes, and that's what they're making, that that person. That's just how it works in this organization. All right. We can agree to disagree for the 15th time today uh, on that. I want to ask you about the quarterbacks one final time here, but I want to tell everybody it's the 50-minute mark on the fan. It's brought to you by South Hills uh, Chrysler uh, Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township. They're celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. You also can uh, follow us on the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Big boy, there's no way they can just bring back Rudolph and uh, Pickett next year, is there? Do they have to go out and trade somebody, uh, draft somebody, sign a free agent? They can't go into next season with those two guys as the top two quarterbacks. Can they? You wouldn't think so, but they still, I do believe, have a lot of confidence that Kenny Pickett's going to be able to turn this around and be their their franchise quarterback moving forward. However, you always got to throw that Omar Khan, Andy White old, uh wrench into it all where they do things just a little bit different that maybe 
they, you know, they sit down with Mike Tomlin and Art Rooney and say, hey, man, we're a quarterback away. We can get this veteran who can be a bridge guy to make you not only win now or have a better chance of winning now, but also, you know, still be able to develop a guy like Pickett or Rudolph. I hate to say the name Kirk Cousins because I don't think that's a good fit. I don't want a guy coming off of Achilles. I don't want a guy that old. Oh, you know all about Achilles. Yeah, a guy of that caliber that could come in could really turn this organization around quickly. I don't want to totally write that off, like I said, because it's a different way that they do their front office stuff right now. But if you're just going to stick with those two, I mean, if I'm Mason, I don't come back, right? Uh, I mean, I find somewhere else unless, you know, I don't get any offers anywhere, which you would think there would be somewhere, because I don't think he'll get a fair shot coming back. I think regardless of what he did, and I'm the biggest Mason Rudolph supporter, and I think he's good, um, I think Kenny Pickett probably should be the guy moving forward here because he has I mean, a lot invested in him. He's 25, he's younger, and you don't know really what that selling is for him quite yet. Um he had a couple of obviously bad games, a bad year, but he looked doggone good in the preseason and in the offseason. You hope that they can get that Kenny back. But that's a decision they're going to have to make. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they go out and find somebody. I mean, the question is how much, who, and this is a guy that can come in and make a difference. I don't want another Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky right. Tyrod Taylor, Josh Dobbs. If I'm bringing a quarterback in, He's number one from the day I announced him as a starter. I mean, as a signing. And I don't know if they're willing to do that or not. Well, I agree with you that they still believe in Pickett. Do you? Have you seen yeah, enough in yeah. 25 starts to believe in him? Because I haven't. No. It's 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 so complicated. I mean, you can make excuses with the offense. You can make excuses how he got hurt this year and, and Canada didn't put him in a situation. But then you look at the, the flip side of that and see how bad he was with his accuracy and how poor he was trying to stay in the pocket and deliver it and then reading defenses. I'd be willing to give him another shot. I mean, honestly, if you're just going to stick with what you have, I'd probably give him another shot here, uh, give him the number one reins here and say, basically, this is it. Do or die because we won't pick up options after that, and then you're pretty much lame duck after that. But looking forward in the greater sense of everything, of where he can go, I think he gives you definitely the best opportunity moving forward. What did you think about him not appearing yesterday in front of the media? Let me say nobody it, appeared yesterday. Well, he's a team captain, though. That's a little different, isn't it? There was absolutely the worst locker room cleanout I've ever seen in my life. And you made it kind of like six people there. And we were there for like, oh, we were there for a good hour in that locker room. So it's not like everybody was standing up and saying, hey, talk to me, talk to me. He so, was a captain, though, Mark. That did. separates him from everybody else, except well, Cam, Miles who spoke. Miles didn't talk. Uh, <laughs> Miles Caliber didn't talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's a real bad look for him. And I don't know if he's pissed at the media. Is he pissed at the media because he felt like he got his character was attacked with the stories coming out about the Seattle game? Or is yeah. he pissed at the Steelers for they took his job away because of an injury? It could be a little bit of it all. I heard that he was in the building, though, but uh, he wasn't in the locker room whatsoever. But, I mean, that's it, a tricky situation. If you, if you want to present yourself as a leader now and forward, you probably come up like TJ and Cam said, I'm talking, put me in front of the podium. But uh, if he does go up there, it's just, I mean, in his eyes, he's probably thinking, what good is it for me right now? I mean, I'm just going to get peppered if I'm coming back. What's Mason doing? Why do you stink? And maybe he just didn't want to <laughs> deal with it, right? Why I mean, do you stink? I'm just yeah. trying to think of his. Why are you a lot worse this yeah. year than you were last year, Kenny? I mean, I, w- I mean, if I was him, I probably would have stood up and just said, okay, this is how it is. I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat it. I'm going to be the starter next year. That's you know, f- I don't care who told me anything. I probably would have did that, but maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe he's mad that 
at us, the organization, and everybody else, and didn't want to talk and say something dumb. But uh, you know, typically, there's locker room clean-out days. You don't see a lot of high-profile people talking. So it was even a little bit surprising that Hayward and Watt talked yesterday. So uh, usually it's some of the you know middle-tier guys because the other guys talked a couple days before that. But, you know, you're right. He probably should have went up and talked. Uh, is Cam coming back in your best guess? I know he wants to, but uh, I know the, the bodies break down, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the first time he's really dealt with an injury where he had to fight through it. He tore the peck, but he was out. You know, he's out. He was on the IR, and he was done. Here he heard it early in training camp, and I knew something was going on because he was never – available in training camp. I'm like, where's Cam at? You know, he never talks to the media. I mean, it's very unusual of him. But him fighting through that, and, you know, who knows the pain that he had to do just to get ready every single week. He'd come back probably too early. He definitely wants to come back. Um, the contracts may be an issue, but you can always get around that. You can also, you know, add a year just to be able to spread it out a little bit. I think he will be back. I think he just needs about six months of rest to really heal that growing up properly because, you know, it's tough. It's tough to, when you're finally – you play that many years. Was he played now 13? And finally dealing with an injury and you're sore and you don't want to get out of bed, but you want to play, but you're sitting on the bench. You feel like you're not – participating at all. It had to be a miserable year for him, but uh, I do see him coming back. It's just a matter of him feeling better. I, I don't I don't think it will get to the point where he says, I just can't do this anymore. I think he can. He was awful this year, and you know why he was awful this year, because well, he didn't have any groins. Every year, guys get told they can't do it anymore um, yeah. because of their bodies. I remember talking to Jerome all the time. He said, I'll play to my fifties. If I only had to play on Sunday and not put in all the work and my, my body just takes a hell of a beating. So I uh, will say that position too, Ron defensive line. He you gets get beat whack. up you every play. No, you're right. All right, big boy. You know, it was a very spirited discussion. We can't agree to disagree <laughs> more than we, uh, disagreed today but I appreciate uh, you coming on and we'll look forward to doing it again. Okay. All right. I was thinking about just, you know, when you ask me a question, just hanging up on you, but I'm not like that. Okay. Let me ask you that then. I was going to ask you, what did you make of him walking off the podium? He's been criticized for it. He's been defended for it. I said, my yeah. problem with that wasn't as much as his team falling behind 21, nothing. But what did, uh, what did you make of that? I think he just felt, disrespected of being a 17-year head coach with a ton of success and being asked a question eight minutes after the game whether or not he's coming back. Could he have handled it better? Absolutely. He could have just said, you know, it's 10 minutes after the game. You know, give me a break. Right. And then he could have walked off. But I think he felt he was somewhat disrespected by being asked that question, even though, you know, Mike McCarthy, Nick Sirianni, everybody else does get to ask those questions. I mean, it's a delicate situation there for him because no matter what he would have said or done, we would have read into it. So he didn't have time for your BS at that point. That was the way I looked at it. Well, I love when you said a highly accomplished or all his accomplishments. He hasn't done jack crap around here. Since 2010, if you look at it, three playoff wins in 13 years, Mark. I got to let you go. We're not going to get into this. We're not going to. No, it's not Super Bowl or bust. It's win a damn playoff game. Okay. Let let me ask you a question real quick. You got that same energy when it comes to the hockey coach? The hockey coach won two Stanley Cups five years ago or whatever. Okay. If if, if he goes seven years without a playoff win, then I'll be screaming for him. I can promise you that. Yeah, I get that comparison. Should... He won two Suk- Stanley Cups in the last, what, six years ago? They've won like six playoff games since then. Okay. They I'm haven't not... won a series since then. I... What about your buddy Shelty? They haven't been over 500 ever. <laughs> right? I mean, you can, we could do this all day with coaches, right? Oh, my God. All right, big boy. We'll talk again. Thank you, man. Have a all good right. one. See ya. Oh, he's fun to talk to, even though I couldn't disagree more. 
I'll follow up some of my thoughts uh, after our little update here at the top. Before we do go, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. It says so right in their motto, their slogan that comes right from the top, right from Bob Beal, who owns Mr. Rooter Plumbing, going on 21 years in this market now, still getting bigger, better, stronger every single day. Uh, Quote, we're Mr. Rooter. Call us. We're the best plumbers in the business. That about sums it up for me. They are the best plumbers in the business. Over 50 trucks out on the road every single day. You see them going to somebody's home to fix a broken water heater, maybe to somebody's business to fix a backed up sewer. The only number to call, 412-ROOTER-2, 412-ROOTER-2. Check out the website, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. It is a good one. Like I said, 21-plus years in this market, getting bigger and better every single day. I can't recommend them enough. Pittsburgh's number one, I'll say it again, Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Meanwhile, the sun is shining here outside of our uh, Green Tree Studios. Chilly today, 21 degrees, going down to 8 tonight, but it is sunny uh, throughout the day. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinoxes, and Silverados at sunchevy.com or Route 19 in the South Hills. I'm Austin Bechtel with your fan headlines. Updates on injuries from the Pittsburgh Penguins. John Ludwig skated on his own this morning and is tracking well. Matt Nieto, status quo. He'll not travel to Vegas. Riley Smith, though, will travel with the team but will not play on the road trip with more information coming after the weekend. Penguins are in Vegas on Saturday to face off against the Golden Knights. Puck drop at 10 o'clock. Headlines of Robert Bowser and Genesis Monroeville. Now open for more. 937thefan.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.